3: fluffiest pillow.
2: Where are your slippers? What are you wearing?
3: Call the the dog into the room. Write us a letter. Tell us what you're wearing.
2: And it better be something loungy.
3: It better be silks. Get your finest silks in here. This is Off Book the Improvised Musical Podcast Lounge January, Episode 2.
2: Lounge January.
3: That one is Jess McKenna.
2: That lounge lizard over there is Zach (laughs) Reno. I want
3: to go again. That lounge... A uh, lava lamp It's <laughs> Jessica McKenna A bloop, a bloop
2: Did you sell enough magazines in 7th grade To earn me as a prize
0: You know, there were there were. Yes I did Scott says he did I'm so oh. not used to this I just nodded like I don't have a microphone But I think I do
3: You do have a microphone That voice that you're hearing right there Hey, that's Scott Passarella, King of Pianas Pianas of Kings I'm in loungewear and a beanbag chair Andy's on a microphone. Uh, Will, I was a lounge lizard. You're a lounge lava lamp. Scott is a
2: lounge... lounge llama.
3: A lounge llama. A lounge llama with a lavalier microphone. Uh,
0: if you invented a lounge lavalier in which you could like loosely hang out and not have a crackling stand on your microphone, you'd make millions of dollars. Just saying. That would be great. Yeah,
2: please, please, call to fan art. Call to fan art. So, uh. <laughs>
3: We're we're having we're having trouble getting down to business because we are in a lounge right now and but just so we're just a quick reminder for anyone just is fully reclined on a couch in her living room. Just for a quick reminder, this is off book. We have just gone independent. We're launching our full independent ooh, I'm really hearing that pop now that I took this microphone away so I can be close to it. Anyway. Our full independent launch is happening at the beginning of February. So for the rest of January, this is Lounge January where we hang out and do kind. Con- we use vibes like that.
2: I will say, Zach, we've been on a journey where forever I say, and Zach is quiet for some reason. I really think your pop filter just makes you so much quiet. I think you can maybe just scoot it.
3: I'm just, I'm just
2: try, just, a, try a, a try a small scoot.
3: Cause sm- how's that?
2: And now say something with, do a Peter Piper picked a peck of... Pick- Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. It's still pretty poppy.
3: I it's mean, little, Zach pretty is pretty always
0: going to sound poppy, you guys. There's nothing to be done about it. I have, I have a pop tone. right?
2: He's a poppy boy.
0: <laughs> I'm a poppy boy. Uh, I'm a poppy poppy. I'm not going to lie to you both. I've been watching the Trolls show for, I think, like nine straight months show like with my kid. And I just realized that the lead is named Poppy because... They're pop trolls because
3: he's into pop. Took me this How's long. How's this in terms of being quiet? Is this
1: that's still... great? I like it. You know,
3: I'm just gonna get up on it then. That's a fun show. I think of it as the show that I've done one million voiceover auditions for and never books. <laughs> 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 the, tra- the troll you know, show.
2: Um, I started. Uh, I I had my very first um video game job last year for VO, and I'm like never going to do that again because you don't get any residuals
3: oh right it's just a full buyout <laughs>
2: yeah and i was like wait i thought we fixed that because i remember sag uh went on sh- strike about that a was few was like years do ago. not
3: do video yeah. games and
2: so i thought i thought oh it's not as good of residuals as tv and radio and things but it's like there's some
3: there's yeah there's, there's actually
2: there's not, a... not and in my I don't know, eight years of having a voiceover agent, I do like th- thousands of auditions a year. Yeah. And I usually skip over video. I like skip, I, mean, I don't do them all because sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't think. Because the- there's thousands cause of there's them. Because there's thousands of them. And now I'm like, it's going to be a hard no from me on all video games. On all video games
3: because that's not money that's worth it. Question Is your NDA lifted? Can you say what game it is or not yet?
2: Oh, um,. I think I can. Okay. I think I got an email that was like,
3: "I'll bleep this if we turns oh, up later." Great, great. That I can.
2: Um, I'm a I'm a a standard young teenage-ish boy in the Fallout Edition.
0: Whoa, nice. <laughs> wait, wait. The, the Fallout, Fallout Edition. Ad- well, it's <laughs> so, not a
2: full. You know, it's like a it's an a, it's a download extension.
0: Oh, gotcha.
3: Okay. The Fallout expansion. Expansion. Thank okay. you. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. It's not like a full, like, it's not like Fallout 7 or whatever. It's For an expansion sure. on it's, the current. Uh, on current,
3: on new whatever newest Fallout Whatever Fallout, Fallout it, is. it is. I just really wanted, and the thing that was tickling me, and I think also Scott, is that <laughs> I want to play Fallout, Fallout edition. <laughs> right, the, the way it was
0: intended Fallout. to be played, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: um, <laughs> so this is a mailbag episode where mailperson Stacy actually collected a bunch of, um, m- mails from you that you you sent the mails on the internet and they got them and they brought them to us so thank you so much for sending them a couple of uh, new house rules that i'm putting in place in terms of the mail bag um we're not going to say your last names because we didn't tell you we were going to say your last names or not so if you want us to say your last name in the future let us know for now we're not going to do it And the only other rule is let's just have fun out there.
2: You know, let's just have fun out there. (laughs) I don't
3: know that we're going to get to them all, but the ones that we don't, we'll still have. And um, Thank you for your question. Oh, the other thing is we will probably skip over the nice compliments that you wrote us in the emails. Um, We'll probably (laughs) just get to the actual
0: questions. Jess is going to read the compliments. (laughs) Uh, You heard it here Um, first. Reno never reads your comments, never reads the compliments. Just skips them over. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm skipping them over on my voice. Not in my heart. I'm going to cement you two as a negative presence, even though it doesn't serve you well in any way
3: that's true. i mean i am i think classically a negative presence towards you scott in terms of like our band dynamic we have
0: worked out a real antagonist like dynamic which is absolutely unfounded i love zach and jess so very much uh i love scott too but he
3: does fuck up our recording <laughs> all, the,
0: all the time Shh. i mean i'm doing it on purpose but you know don't tell them. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you on, mic Today, Scott. I'm um, um, everyone... delighted and honored to sit amongst you. Thank you.
2: This is so fun. I'm so excited to answer some of these questions. Me
0: too. Let's start with one. Let's start with
3: one of the first questions.
2: <laughs> Great. This question comes to us from Laura.
3: Thanks, Laura.
2: So excited you're doing a mailbag episode. I'm a huge fan of the pod, so I'm supposed to skip this. What and you both. Doing? Oh my gosh, I'm so. This is so sweet. And I'm curious as to who your biggest influences are: comedy, music, improv. Also, what do each of you consider to be the funniest episode of Off Book you've ever done?
3: Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Laura. That last question is basically impossible to answer. I have some, f- <sighs> I have some faves, but we've done 184 of these, and that's just the ones that we've recorded. So, like,
2: I yeah, I think I remember breaking. Uh, uh, Maybe Taco Bell in terms of like I really lo- on
3: stage yeah, one with like, Gabrus and Betsy.
2: Yeah, I really like broke and laughed so much. I think the other Gabrus episode really broke me, and then the tear and kill Killam. I don't know if I actually think it's the funniest, or if I was just so satisfied by Beans Kippers and Mash and how it like played. Oh,
3: man, I love Beans Kippers and Mash. Uh, I will say there is something about being in a live show, yeah, where it feels like you're laughing along with the audience as opposed to just in a room with five people and like is this funny i don't i think maybe it
2: is it's easier to remember if they're funny because you have people there saying it is funny with their laughs um so i think there might be funnier episodes but i can't remember them because there were no uh (laughs) external forces telling me that it was funny
3: Yeah. yeah i will tell you that we did there there is a scene in the episode with uh and this is just one that I'm remembering recently with uh, Nick Weiger and Heather Campbell, where there's like a bomb and they keep we were trying to get it like off of a helicopter and characters kept bringing it back onto the helicopter. Yes. And I uh, I thought that was very funny. I don't know if it's I don't know what my funniest episode is. I I, I do.
0: I mean, I think this largely depends on, like, again, as as Jess said, like, what can you remember? And my answer is, like, I don't know what the funniest is. I know a moment I remember of the 200-plus episodes where I, will be honest, am never fully paying attention to the dialogue and lyrics as much as the music. So uh, How, how, could, you how be? Uh, could you? The funniest notes you guys have ever sung. Um, okay. Jess, you had this E-flat in this song that was in G minor that was such a good tempo, and it was yeah, such a that's funny a... swing. That's, a, that's a
3: misdirect. You don't really, uh, re- you don't really expect that. No, that, that was a there. move and
0: a half, uh, man. Thank and you yeah.
2: so much, and I just appreciate the game recognized game of that compliment
0: <laughs> <laughs> word. Uh, and Zach, just I have to say, like your vibrato variations, you know, you know the ones. Come on, come oh, on. Oh yeah, the, I'll fun, the with
3: funny, w- the funny, the funny one. That was a really funny but,
0: choice uh, every time. Th- I loved it.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Now the others have this question: Who are your biggest influences for comedy, music, improv? Um, hmm. okay, well, uh, there's the obvious ones for me, which are Weird Al, Lonely Island, Tenacious D, and South Park are sort of the Mm. pillars of my weirdly musical, and when I'm talking South Park, I'm talking specifically about South Park, the musical, bigger, longer, uncut, which is, I have very sort of visceral memories of watching with my dad when I was like probably too young to watch this thing and just remember like, uh, I laughed harder at the opening number of that, or no, sorry, the second number that the Canadians sing called "Uncle Fuck." <laughs> I am a. This show would be very different if I had recorded it when I was thirteen. I would like to think that my comic sensibility has changed somewhat, but it would be it would be a lie to say that that wasn't huge. And Tenacious D is sort of the logical extension of that. Man, Jack Black's voice—we talk about this all the time. The the dude can sing. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe my favorite voice on the planet.
2: As you're saying this, I'm realizing I don't think that I'm that influenced or inspired by other musical comedy as much as I am music and comedy. And comedy.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: So I think comedy-wise, nothing bigger than The Simpsons. And I think music-wise, I think I'm always I want to, I'm like chasing the lyrical complexities of Sondheim, which I'll obviously never do. Improvised or none. But I think I like Sondheim musicals the best. And so it's like if the Simpsons and Sondheim made.
3: That's Jessica. That's wow. me- two Jessica, genius Jessica, Jessica properties. is the, the Simpsons Sondheim musical. Jessica is two
2: things that are seminal and beloved and thought of as incredible. And Whereas, yep, I am she I'm the musical <laughs>
3: Kiss of the Spider Woman and the TV show How I Met Your Mother, both of which are fine. <laughs>
2: No, I think I think it's cool that you have music comedy influences. Um But but, but I don't were, think I do as
0: much.
3: As you were saying that they're like these are well, I, I really don't like know the, if they influenced my musical comedy, though. I mean, Those I are just like things that I, like, listen there's to. There's a difference,
0: too, between, like, who influenced you, which is not something you really choose, versus, like, who you want to say that you emulate, which is always what this question really is. Because if you ask me that, my answer is my my influence is uh, the cartoon me. Puff the Magic me. Dragon, in which little Jackie Paper and Zach Reno, uh, he plays piano in a big concert hall. And when I was five, I was like, that's why I want to play piano, so I can play p- piano in a Aww. big concert hall. little so, Jackie uh, Scott. Uh, yeah, Little Jackie Scott, as you can know. Not now... Scotty Paper. No, Scott. Little Jackie Piano, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> uh, I remember the first time I saw Scott as someone's last name, and it blew my mind, the concept that I could have been named Scott Scott, and I I have the reverse,
2: not. which is young girls named McKenna.
0: That's got to be weird. Yeah. It
2: is. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I have that with the city of Reno, Nevada. <laughs> you sure Estelle
2: do. Um, okay, thank <laughs> you. I just want
3: to be included so bad. Thank you, Thank you, Laura. You, Laura. For...
2: Maybe we'll Roto all. Also, or, you know, maybe we'll just only get to three
3: questions. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll row i I'll do new. I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, uh, in the list. We'll go back and list, but I just want, in terms of content, this question comes from Robert. Thank you, Robert. If you woke up tomorrow next to an exact clone of yourself, would your life become easier or more difficult? Now, I think this question, there's the obvious answer and then there's the deep dive. I think the answer is more difficult, immediately more difficult. Yeah, but I think it's easier depending on how young you are when you get the clone like another clone me popping into my adult life is significantly more complicated than a clone four year old me popping up. Does that make sense?
0: I think the real line is, do you have a relationship? Because if you don't have a relationship and you're fancy free, I don't think it doubles quite as problematic. But then you've got a real issue to discuss. Yeah,
3: because, like, I'm married. So what do I do with this other me that also thinks he's married? Yeah. Who is married? Because he's an exact clone. And do
2: we share a conscience consciousness? Because I'd be like, one of us take care, like... I'm going to go One of me is going to go live in Ireland And one of me is going to keep hustling here But I'd like for us to share To share
3: it all But I think that's not clones, right? right. That's Dr. Manhattan
2: Well, give me some of that, cause yeah, that... I, So
3: the answer to your question, Robert Is we I want think... neither We want to be Dr. Manhattan I'd like to be
2: Dr. <laughs> Manhattan I don't know what that is But I'd like that And yeah, I don't think I think it would make my life harder I, I mean
3: Who watches The Watchmen? Not Jessica McKenna No <laughs>
2: No, she doesn't Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um, that's okay. That's a great question. I
0: love that question.
3: I love that question, but I don't know what to do with my clone who has all of my thoughts, but I don't. I'm not privy to them.
0: I mean, actually, I would say, like, if that happened to me and I was the clone who'd woke up, I'd be like, so who's on the night shift? Like, I'd actually be cool with it, I think. I would work it out. Cause I, I know think me. the fact
2: that you would be able to use a clone To help take care of a small child is helpful Yeah, the- I think especially during quarantine times I don't have enough that I'm like Juggling that requires like Scheduling I re- It's more just about mental capacity is my only juggling So it's a little more like yeah, I don't know what I'd do with this clone. Yeah, I'll
3: tell you, I'll tell you what, Offbook's gonna have a lot more harmonies when we all make up. That's true.
2: Now that's <laughs> true, and for that reason, it might be worth it. It also might be fun to just see if I could make one of my selves try to get really jacked if I was like, actually, all you have to do is be oh. as. F-. So then I could see what our ceiling is because sometimes I'm like. Maybe I'm just not even designed to be a jacked person. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent a year trying to do a single pull-up. But maybe if a clone me, I was like, all you do is try to do a pull-up.
0: Yeah, I like multiplicity Jessica much yeah. better where there's like different versions of you.
2: That's a great question. Let's let's do another one.
3: Let's do another question. This one's from Michael. Michael and Matt basically asked the same question if you want to read the read read those, Jess.
2: Um hi Michael and Matt. My question for you is this. What do Jess, Zach, and the Off Book Orchestra do during intermission? While we're learning about promo codes for websites and mattresses, are they drinking water, sharing secrets, calling their parents, ordering food, doing last minute rewrites? Back to? Or do they momentarily cease to exist? What a quandary. Thank you for all you do, Stacey. Thank you for the shout out to Stacey. And then, yes, Matt asked um, <laughs> us basically the same question. Um, so, yeah, I will give. Oh, uh, we cease to exist. Huh? I'll give the truthful answer, which is if it's a guest episode, we probably take a no time at all, potentially someone needs to get a drink of water or go to the bathroom. If we have a guest, we do usually take a longer break there to sort of... um Encourage the guests, tell them they're doing great, maybe clarify some things for the guests, say, like, hey, that was awesome. So we have so far Jeremy, Todd, and Lincoln are all Zach's characters. We'll like,
3: (laughs) (laughs) we will. It's truly like, here are the names of the people that we have come up with. But that's basically it.
2: Yeah, we, we don't take much of a break unless someone needs it. Um, And those breaks are different if there's a guest there.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Or unless the whole system has crashed and burned and we have to come back like two days later. (laughs) In quarantine, oftentimes
3: we take this to do a full reset because
0: the internet. Something
2: has broken. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. That was a great question, though.
3: Um, here's one from Danny. Danny asks from the live shows I've listened to, you guys this usually open laugh. it by saying that when musical <laughs> improv is bad, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we uh yes, we have said that multiple mm-hmm. times. Would you be willing to share one of the live improv experiences you had where things just didn't go the way you wanted? Have you ever been able to really turn a show around when it started out poorly? That's um, a great
2: question i we've both been a part of ton. Some truly stink bombs, but I think, like, more so for maybe just some, like, I more, like, just mediocre shows.
3: The thing is that by the time that Jess and I started doing Off Book, we had done hundreds and hundreds of improv shows in other capacities. And I think that the more you do shows, the way lower your capacity to, like, fully bomb goes down. I'm trying to think of the last time it was like a full like nothing redeemable. I felt awful about it.
2: Yeah, that's hard to remember. I feel like sometimes it's uh maybe like if there was a small house for, Yeah. And, and so you're not getting the energy or like uh I feel like when Baby Wants Candy first started doing more regular shows at Sunset, maybe our houses weren't that great because we were Friday and we were more expensive and it would be sometimes you just didn't have that energy. And so you'd feel, and if you got like a weird title that was hard to navigate, you'd be like, uh, this feels like we're pushing something up a hill.
3: (laughs) But I will say, and this is a little bit, uh, this is rude of me, but I'm going to say it anyway. When we say that at the beginning of the show, we are generally not talking about shows that we have done. We are talking about, (laughs) no, we are talking about
0: musical improv that we have watched other people do.
2: Oh my gosh. That is a little rude. (laughs) No,
0: you can say it because that was the words that were going to come out of my mouth. Zach was that I was going to clarify listeners at home. A lot of the shows they are talking about, they are not necessarily participants (laughs) in, but these will still be musical improv shows. Quote unquote.
2: That is, Uh, um, my gosh, you two are two rude dudes right now. Oh
0: uh, rude dude. And I let me yeah. let me let me
3: secondarily say I teach a lot of people who are new at yes. this. And so like it would be wild if they were not doing shows yeah. that were like basically people working through stuff on its feet. That's what practice is literally for. I would
2: say that since the two of you have done so much more like coaching and accompanying for a variety of teams in like the process of their development, you have seen also way more bad musical improv I, I i will
0: say yes i have seen i've like, seen
2: way less because <laughs> i don't watch it
0: <laughs> no, yeah and you know what good on you you're not missing anything other than some people beginning are actually really good for beginning and then some people who've been doing it for a long time are actually not very good for how long they've been doing it and that is how it goes well
2: it's also one of those things that once it's something you've dedicated a ton of time to and you've invested a lot of work and effort you can see through stuff so quickly i mean i remember even my voice teacher growing up was like it's hard for me to listen to singers because all i can hear is like yeah. how they're not breathing mm. right so it is one of those things of like the more expert you become at something the closer to expertise you become the less it, it's it's not as easy to enjoy someone who's just trying and i think because we know uh, my pet peeve is meandering songs. That's the that's the one that like gets me uh like hot under the collar. Is, is... It,
0: it that that gets me angering?
2: Yeah, it's Sorry. me angry. Okay. They
3: Thank can't you. decide songs that can't decide sort of like what they're about and keep changing yeah. and whatever. And now I
2: will say abandoned structure.
3: That we could do one of those right now. That would be fun because we're very because we're fun. <laughs> <laughs> <My> <laughs> and, I think we sh- and I think we should do one right now.
1: Great.
2: About a kite is that it has a tail and other things have tails like animals and coins but i'm not talking about that i'll never
1: return to that observation would you like to buy a kite from- French. Hey,
2: wait! Yes. Why do you accept francs? That's not a
1: currency anymore. I accept francs because I collect things from the time before. And my bank is a French bank that weirdly does accept francs. Are francs a French currency or am I wrong? No, they are. They just... The euro, the euro. euro, in the European Union they use the, the euro, euro, the euro. But don't
2: make that a chorus. So <laughs> we're just two kite-sails people, and it's a windy day.
1: Hold on, you were talking about animals with tails. But and I, I am... said I would never.
2: Return to but I that. didn't
1: say I would never return to that.
2: Okay, good. I guess we disagree. Okay. From the past. Is that something that will last? Will he collect me too? Because my store is closing and that's why I'm invested in selling this kite. What's
1: your store? Does your store sell kites or is it a different kind of store? It sells
2: all kinds of things with tails, but I won't talk about the other things with tails. But
1: I They are the world's largest rodent What?
3: That's the kind of song <laughs> Jessica hates.
2: <laughs> We're going to get people being like, do more songs like that. Too I...
3: bad. We won't.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they can be funny, but they take like, sure. and they can be fun. But uh, especially when you're trying to. Hook in with other people. It's like, oh, that can be really hard. Yeah,
3: they they can be dangerous to a plot, also.
2: Yeah, they're really dangerous to a plot because they take up time and don't do anything.
0: <laughs> oh, and my favorite part of all of those is as an accompanist sitting back and going, like, what did you just say? I'm yes. sorry, I wasn't fully paying attention. Is that really, really important? Oh God, help me! Uh, it's exactly. very, it's very scary for me to listen to. Yeah, every it's time. hard
2: for it's hard for the accompanist too because they can't hook into like, oh, okay, we're building. And this is how you get into shows where you have songs that are like eight minutes no, and accomplish man, nothing.
0: I need like that. You have. Your mind set on you or like, you know, Viva La Resistance, like one concept is good for me for three minutes. That's fine.
2: Um, This is a great quick question from Craig. Okay, Craig. What's up? How often do you think about the moon?
0: Uh, lately, uh, nightly, because every night when it gets dark, my daughter will turn to me and go, No, moon, because the moon hasn't been out lately. And she is pissed about it and she thinks it's my Aww. fault. She is mad at me because the moon is not out. I know it comes up like later, but I'm not keeping her up till like 11 or whenever it's coming out. So the answer is all the time.
3: I wink at the moon most times I see it because <gasps> someone told me that that's what Lance, Lance Armstrong did.
0: Um you mean Neil Armstrong? Cute
3: i mean neil good Armstrong, um, because, because i
1: don't I mean don't i, don't, I don't mean defamed, so defamed cyclist Lance i also Armstrong.
0: i d-
2: i just like breezed over that because i'm trying to read ahead these questions but <laughs> i um think about the moon i think i've t- uh, i like the moon a lot i have um my watch has a moon phase on it uh but i don't want to go to the moon because i'm too scared of space um no thank you
3: aliens specifically yes
2: well i I don't. I'm. Yeah. I'm scared of aliens, but I'm also scared of the void.
3: The Eight. void is big. Here's the, is the thing about yeah. the void.
2: And I, but I do like the moon, and I like when it's full. And here's what I love about it. No matter how good our cameras get, we just cannot capture that bad boy.
3: No, it's too far. Here's a question for you. How much do you think disgraced bicyclist Lance Armstrong thinks about the moon?
2: I think he <laughs> thinks about the moon a lot.
0: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Yeah. I, I th- yeah. Can we? Yeah. Go for... ahead.
2: Harumph, harumph
1: What's wrong, Lance? What's wrong, Lance? Harumph,
2: harumph
1: Why are you harumphing in your bicycle pants? You
2: know that I've done some wrong But there's one thing that helps me still live strong the moon doesn't know I took performance enhancing drugs. The moon doesn't know my truth. But then tonight I thought what if it did
1: what? I'd say to you, the moon doesn't care if you did steroids. Really? The moon doesn't care if you use blood with more oxygen. Do you
2: think so?
1: The moon's so far away that our day-to-day, no time soon will it care, the moon. When I was a young lad
2: training on my bike the moon didn't care about that I had one wish when I would ride at night what was it the echoes of a coach spun around my head and that simple phrase that he once said when he said shoot for the moon even if you miss you'll land amongst the stars
1: Which is generally strange because the moon is closer than all All the stars. But whether you shoot at the moon and if you hit the moon or miss the moon out there at the end of the day, the moon doesn't fucking care. The moon doesn't care. That I'm obsessed with the band Toto
2: The moon doesn't know It just shines its glow What was
1: your relationship with Sheryl Crow? We dated
2: at I my didn't peak. know
1: that you dated Sheryl Crow But the moon also didn't know That you dated Sheryl Crow So lay your head down to rest And don't worry to and fro Thank you, Michael Phelps (laughs) Swim away, swim away, I'm a big long weirdo
3: (laughs) (laughs) The
0: famous Michael Phelps catchphrase
3: (laughs) Swim away, swim away, I'm a big long weirdo
2: Please stop running on the pool deck. We're be nervous careful. about you. Be We're careful. nervous
3: about you. Okay, I have one. <laughs> this one's from Claire. Thank you, Claire. I, like many sleepy babies, believe Zach and Jess to be perfect. Oops, I read a compliment. <gasps> Didn't mean to, but I did it. Uh, but I'd love to hear about any sort of flaws they might have with the full understanding that they're still perfect and that flaws aren't really flaws, but I think you know what I mean. Claire, you want us to, you, you want the, the wow. tea? You want us to say wh- how we're bad humans. Oh, my
2: god! The stuff
3: that we hide from Claire, you. Claire,
2: of course. Claire, of
3: course we'll air all our dirty laundry right here.
2: Um. Okay, so... I am too competitive. Is
3: it? <laughs> I had a thought that was so poisonous and such a bad idea. What's which was naming
2: that? each other's was? Oh, my oh, gosh, geez,
0: Yeah, just a huge diss track.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he laughs menacingly. I think that's oh not how,
0: God. like, I don't think the Wu-Tang Clan has ever done, like, let's just do a, like, rap where we just, like, shit on each other. Well, I think we
1: should let other yeah. people, other people, like,
0: if we're going to do yeah. this to other people, we should know what it feels but
3: like
1: Zach, when we do
2: I think you would know that that would be the first one i would say about me
3: it was yes
2: so Uh, i which i know
3: we could list the things that we think i could list the things that you think are your i don't know that
2: i could do the same no
3: because i think i think i'm
0: perfect uh uh, hubris ego (laughs) ego are mine um
2: uh, no, no I I'll, think I'll do a
0: legit answer on that. Like fear of failure is like a yeah. huge sure. weighing thing. I think that's a big one. Yeah. I
2: don't. That's not really a flaw, though, Scott.
3: That's human.
0: Okay, yeah, and I would also like to, like, comment back on, like, being afraid of going to the moon or being afraid of heights or, like, large animals. Like, I'm so mad when people are like, I have a fear of heights. I'm like, yeah, because you'll die if you fall. That's not a fear. That's normal life, man. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll I hear to here. Like, if you're, fear, like, six inches is The maybe... fear
2: can overtake you from trying things that are worth trying.
3: here here are, some, here are some flaws for me. I... Um, I can be a little bit of a control freak sometimes, particularly with people that I don't know very well. Not as much of a problem with Jessica because I I I trust her because I trust her. She's very, very funny. I was trying
2: to think about that. I was like, (laughs) I mean, I know you like being in control in some situations, but you're also good at like acquiescing and and not being in control.
3: But only to people who I trust. And I think and someone else asked a question about how do Jess and I keep up our creative partnership. And I think that one of the and I'll try to find that so I can read it later. But one of the huge things is that in this field specifically, like comedy is so subjective that a lot of times Jessica will have an idea that I would never have because we have different brains and maybe it wouldn't resonate as something that is super funny to me. But because I think she is super funny, I just trust that like the world will think it is funny and that like just comes from us working together for a very long time like a lot of the things that she thinks are super funny i also like we have a huge venn diagram overlap
0: and can i speak to that because i have worked with zach i think uh probably like two years before zach uh before jess and i started working together and i was sort of used to i was like oh i get what zach's style is and i did not uh like recognize jess's style at first and then i was like oh I don't understand what move you're making right now, but I know you're going to pay it off later, and it is that very fun thing where I'm like, "Ooh, ooh!" I get to like let the trust take hold uh, and not know where I'm going until Jessica tells her, like me. You know, I'm like, "Oh God, cool reveal!" It's very fun, and I've loved that.
2: Thanks, Scott. That's a cool. Yeah. That's a cool insight. Um, yeah. Well, let me just go back for a second and say I'm too competitive. That's number one flaw. Um, and uh f- I think that's, I'll do
3: another one we'll rotate we'll give you to That's I'm my most a-
2: significant flaw. I mean, I think I can be a perfectionist and I can be uh, controlling as well, and um they' all all of that comes from like the same sort of too fast, you're too fast at running <laughs> it comes from the same sort of batch of like being uh, sometimes too obsessed with uh winning um and and then I think yeah, keeping that the partnership question side of it is um
0: uh, i can say just watching from the outside you two like actually uh nurture a good friendship and relationship as well as like business partnership and i think I, that's i think we super have a, i think we have
3: a we have a very healthy working relationship yes that that allows for us to like be honest with stuff that we like stuff that we we don't like is all brought to the table through the lens of like but i love and respect you You.
1: so so like yes that's never the issue i
2: think that also we like the directions that each other pulls us like i like that zach will make our stuff uh maybe sometimes a little bit bolder um sometimes a little more high concept and then i think similarly
3: and jess pulls us away from being like Edgy for the sake of edgy to make sure that things are, like, grounded, that they have heart and that we're not doing, like, shock humor, which if you listened to my sort of list of uh, comic inspirations.
2: And there's also, I think, especially now that it's, uh, you know, in its third and a half year, Off Book is a little bit more of a playground where we have, like, found what an off book episode feels like. And we both get to like color in the ways that we like within those lines. Like this is the time that I get to, you know, flex the side of me that like wishes it was just on Broadway. This is the time that like, we can just be more ephemeral and say like this. Now we recognize that the episodes could be edited. So we try to still have like our heads, conscious about what we're putting out there we're a lot more prescriptive when we're writing something together oh yeah so i feel like you're aware uh if your main awareness is like off book of the zach and the jess relationship you're hearing us in. actually i think our most organically melded but we still both have our own sandboxes and then when we're writing it's sometimes a little bit more of like hey i think you need to Uh, come around on this idea because otherwise it'll never sell or i think
3: (laughs) your idea is too weird (laughs) they can't all be the highest concept things you've ever thought of in your life
2: i mean i didn't mean for that to feel so specifically (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> I just mean, you do the same thing to me where you're like, I think this character needs to make more sense this way. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Yes, we 100%. 100%. Yeah.
3: I'm just, I know that also my inclination is when we're writing like an idea to sell, it's like, what if they were all foxes, <laughs> but also it's the Wild West?
2: Yes, um, yes, yes.
3: And which is, you know, the target market for that is just, you know, me and only me. By the way, I found it. It's the question was from Matt who asked a question about enjoy saying he liked our chemistry and wanted to know what the key to a successful creative partnership is and i think it is um it's you know it's honesty and kindness everything should be through a lens of kindness when you're working with someone else and
2: also just on the practical side i read tom lennon and ben grant's book uh about how to write movies for profit
3: oh fun and profit it's a great it's book. a great
2: book and there's and i t- i take not that much from it All the time because it's a lot of like actually really, really savvy industry stuff. But one big like macro note is like there are two of you, you should work like there are. So Zach and I are big on dividing and conquering in the like whole scape of all the things that we do, which I think is also a way to keep it healthier because we're not always like hovering over the other one's shoulder. Can you imagine? Like <laughs>
3: that would drive me nuts.
2: <laughs> so I think that also gives us time to like, okay, I kinda took a pass on this and I feel good about it and let me send it back to you. Um and then yeah, I think
3: yeah, we, we brainstorm together and then we write separately and then we do passes on each other's works. And I think that's because you should be writing twice as fast if there's two of you. Yeah, you're, you you're
2: splitting the money and glory, so you should be splitting the work in time.
3: It should be half as much time. Yeah,
2: that's just a practical thought on partnerships. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
3: You want to get into some of these KMFS, or as I uh, as I always knew them, FMKS?
2: Whoa! They
3: were that game has always been Fuck Mary Kill for me. Whoa, wow! Um,
0: um, Scott, yeah. no
3: for you. This no, is man, a, re- a
0: regional California difference. Man, if you are gonna whisper like a game name to a kid, you do not want to lead with a swear. Man, you have to insert oh, that. I, in yeah, actually, right. no, no. in your doc,
2: you <laughs> yep. have neither version. You do not have the version that I do, which is I am KFM Kill Fuck Mary.
3: KFM. One yeah. of these is a band, oh. correct? Yeah. Right. It's a radio station for sure. Okay.
2: Um, yeah. Let's let's do, <laughs> let's do Whitney's.
3: Okay. Whitney gives us Taco Bell, Seven Eleven, Jamba
2: Juice. I really oh. like that.
3: Thank you, Whitney.
2: I like that. Also, someone went outside the box and gave us a "Would you rather." Um, <laughs> yes, I didn't notice that too. I
0: was like, "I don't want to do this. I want to do." <laughs> would I appreciate you it. <sighs> I mean, I have a very easy answer for this. Go like, for it, bud. Yeah, uh, kill Jamba Juice. It's lied to me enough times. Uh, mm-hmm. d- d- like fuck 7-Eleven because like it's kind of always been my casual go-to. I've walked to far too many of them in my life. Uh, and then, Mary uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, unfortunately. But, you know, it's meals, and that's what you need. Okay, this is
2: wild. I think that I'm going to have the same answer as Scott, but with different reasoning. I agree. I think Jamba Juice is a bit of a sham. Get it out of here. And then I think uh, those smoothies are not good for you <laughs> they have now i feel like they've done a better job expanding their menu so modern jamba has a little bit more of a better offering but mjj that's <laughs> mjj has some better offerings but that is a masquerading uh health store so no thank you and i think i'm going to marry taco bell because i legitimately love it mm-hmm. and uh i'm going to i'm going to fuck 7-eleven because you ready for this <laughs> it's open 24-7
3: uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 all unanimous here. You kill Jamba Juice, you marry Taco Bell, you fuck 7-Eleven. Nice. 7-Eleven, you dip in. It's got some fun stuff there. Yeah. Will I stay there for a long time? Absolutely not. I have deep concerns about a lot of parts of it, but not so much where it's Jamba Juice, which is a straight-up liar. liar. It's a huge red flag. Can't
2: have liars. <laughs>
3: and I do love Taco Bell deeply and uh, consistently over my life.
2: I like this quick question from Josh, yeah. Karate Bird. Is it a big bird situation, or is Karate Bird just a regular bird that knows karate? Give me that deep lore.
3: Well, I would posit, Josh, that a regular bird that knows karate is, in fact, not a regular bird. So, (laughs) But starting there, I will tell you that we know we have more questions about Karate Bird than we have answers.
2: I'm so sorry. I do need to stop you. I think that that means that we are uh, legally obligated to attempt to play the Carl Tart questions rap song About Karate Bird Okay Alright shout out to Carl Tart and E-40 <laughs> The original uh, bringers Of this glory Everybody
3: has questions About specifically Karate Bird
2: uh. So Is he a big bird Yes Can he fly in the sky? Yes. Is he also many birds? Yes. Do we get to know why?
3: No. Does he have feet? Yes. Does he kick really fast? Yes. Does he hide in the sea? No. Can he kick your ass?
2: Yes. Does he have other friends? Yes. Do they pass the torch? No. Will he sip lemonade?
3: No. Nope.
2: Can he come to your porch?
3: Yes. Does he play the guitar? No. Can he karate chop very far?
2: Yes. Can he
3: jump over the moon? No. Will he show up at your house soon?
2: Yes. Is he working on the moon? No. No doesn't have that
3: goal
2: no <laughs> when was the first karate bird will we ever be told
3: no <laughs> Does he have feathers? Yes. Do many karate birds work together? No. Is there only one? At a time. This is extremely fun. Yes. So it's like the Highlander. Yes. In that there can only be one. Yes. And does he know karate? Yes. And can he jump over the sun? No.
2: Can he jump really high? Yes. Can he leave the atmosphere? No. Will he ever get to that point?
3: Maybe. Is
2: that future clear?
3: No. Does he have rocket boots? No. If he did, Could he jump higher? Yes. Is he afraid of technology? No. Specifically the one that catches fire? No.
2: Does he have other pastimes? No. Hobbies? No. Does he have a family? Yes. Where did he come from though? We
3: don't know. Does he do flips? Yes. Does he do punches and kicks? Yes. Does he do karate tricks? Yes. Does he make a house out of bricks? No.
2: Does he ever sleep?
1: Yes. <laughs> he is a
2: sleepy baby? No. Does he know about us? Yes. But also only maybe?
1: Yeah. Like, does he subscribe? No dip in once in a while yes (laughs) more really our friends yes incredible karate style yes
2: where did he train Hmm. did it come into his brain yes did he enter a dojo yes are there more things he knows though
1: yes does he know kung fu yes but does he prefer karate yes (laughs) what about taekwondo
2: only a little bit when he's feeling naughty
1: Karate bird, more questions than answers. Oh, karate bird, Karate
2: bird, and does he wear pants, sir?
3: No, he's oh. a bird.
2: Does he cook his worms? No. He eats them plain? Yes. Does he eat anything else? Yes. What other things can you name?
3: Grains. He loves to eat rice? Yes. And lots of other Japanese food? Yes. Is he Japanese? Yes. He's, it's Karate Bird. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. I said yes. Yes. Now it's canon. Now it's canon. and It can't be second-guessed.
3: Karate bird is Japanese. Yes. Karate is a Japanese martial art. Yes. Do other people also know karate? Yes. But he happens to be Japanese.
2: Yes. Is
3: karate bird male? Yes. This one is.
2: But there have been others back in the long history in biz. Does
3: one karate bird kill another karate bird or do they just pass the torch?
2: They pass the torch or become reincarnated like the Dalai Lama. Wow.
3: Okay. That's great news
2: (laughs) That is good to know And it can never
1: be refused Karate Bird Karate Bird More questions than answers More questions than answers Karate Bird Karate Bird More questions than answers Mm. Karate
3: Bird Was that useful?
2: I (laughs) Say yes. I say yes. Was it perfect? I say yes.
3: Was it all canon until we decide it wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. Andre in Norway asks, if you were gladiators on American gladiators who are all pretty nice and competition always looked friendly, what would you want your gladiator names to be?
2: Oh my gosh. I love
3: that. Now, I love, uh, Andre has also told us where they are writing from. I love that it rhymes. So in the future, if y'all want to do that, I like that.
2: We like that.
3: Are, are you, either of you familiar with American Gladiators?
0: I mean, from real yeah. Right? There yeah, was a, I used to watch it. Absolutely. What are some of their names?
2: Like Blaze.
0: L- Turbo, Laser. Ice, they were Challenger. really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cannon Arms. I don't know. Wait, I think that's.
0: <laughs> Good. Somewhere between a car name uh, and like a human's name. I think okay, it's to mine,
3: mine is going to be Gerald Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Was that good? No, that's I not exactly. Right? I
0: should he, take that metaphor back. That's good. Yeah, to...
2: I really like our gladiator names having a before and after category on Jeopardy <laughs> uh, aspect.
0: I would yeah, be uh, known for their clever names, American Gladiators. That's... Um, Reginald Eclipse.
2: <laughs> Reginald Eclipse. They're usually one word. Zach.
0: Okay.
3: So um, I can't be a Reginald Eclipse. Yeah, you I can. think you have like a three-syllable maximum. I, think, I'm just, I'm, I need you all to help me because this is not my sort of realm of expertise. I'll
0: put it to you this way. If you couldn't chant it simply in a crowd, you're not going to pass as an American It's hard gladiator. to chant Reginald Eclipse. Reginald yeah. Eclipse doesn't have quite the bounce you need, yeah. I think three or four syllables is like mm. the max for a gladiator, um, which is okay. odd for a four-syllable title.
3: What about hibiscus? Is that good?
2: Sure. Hibiscus. <laughs> hibiscus i don't think
3: i want that one no
0: th-
2: i'll keep thinking um okay also i always used to think that the little baton things that staffs that they fought with looked like q-tips i um, always
0: uh, i always liked names like vector ones where you're yeah. like it sounds good and i don't know what that means so yeah. radius i'm gonna assume apex that, yeah there we, i'm gonna i'm gonna assume vector hasn't been taken and i'm vector's gonna go with pretty good it vector's sounds good. good yeah
2: vector's good um I'm going to go... I will claim
0: victory. There, see? Gonna... It's written itself. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right.
2: I'm going to go with... Um...
0: Spark! <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Does it have the exclamation? It... Of course. Excellent. I love it. I'm going to go with... Rotunda! Ah! Very, very good. I would buy that SUV so quickly.
2: Andre has a couple other follow-up questions, but... Um, that I feel like Andre, we can't fully get into, but I do, wanna, can, I do want to, I do want to answer this last one.
3: Yeah. The last one we can for sure.
2: If you could, uh, and by can't fully get into just for time constraints. Um,
3: I mean, refuse to
2: <laughs> it's if you could safely or humanely hug one scary animal, crocodile lion, polar bear, what animal would you hug? <laughs> and I'm going to hmm. go with bear for sure. I don't know what type of bear, but I, would love to hug a bear except right here. They smell bad, but
3: well, they don't wash a lot.
0: They only wash in rivers and with no soap,
2: no soap for a polar bear.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jess, I'm going to go with you on bear. I would go specifically Panda bear, even though like people know, like, I guess they're bears, but they seem sort of cuddly, but they're definitely not. And they're dangerous. And I would love for it to just be like, let's fully remove all the danger.
2: Hugging yeah. a panda bear, yeah. I do think, might be the correct answer.
0: I
3: want to hug a snow leopard. They're That's a good the one, They're big, too. fluffy cats. And I love them very much.
2: No soap for a polar bear. Yeah, can okay, we get it? Yeah.
3: Scott put No Soap yeah. for a Polar Bear.
1: <laughs> There's no and cats the in America. <laughs> America.
3: <laughs> There's no soap for a polar bear. And the streets are also soap. <laughs> yeah
2: want is a bar of soap, but all I have is a bottle of Coke.
1: <laughs> I am the very model of a dirty, dirty polar <laughs> Oh, uh,
2: uh, Wait, this is fun, actually. Okay. Okay.
3: New segment that Jess made up just now.
2: It's called This is Fun Actually. Okay. And uh Fun Scott...
3: actually is all around us.
2: <laughs> I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Um, I, Scott, I want you to play for us uh and shift like you just did and see if we can um modulate but you can actually know what song you're playing you can you play, real, play songs, real songs play but real we'll songs. sing about
3: the soap polar bear
2: or we'll still about silly things but we'll try to with our lyrics make it clear that we know what you've shifted
0: to does that make sense that is uh yes i stay, i will uh, accept your challenge and if uh if this i do some sort of thing
3: We're gonna have to take turns, this Great. is gonna be a
2: nightmare. 76 polar bears walking out for soap.
3: With 110 and penguins right behind.
2: And they are looking for that soap that they find.
1: And there is no soap there.
2: Yeah, I do know this. da-na-na-na-na, down just a spoonful just a spoon
1: full of polar bears. soap,
2: Like the soap real clean. The polar bear's real clean. Polar bear's real clean. Just a spoonful of soap when I'm in the wrong. One singular soap bar, every little step he scrubs.
1: Polar bear covered in soap.
2: (laughs) One little bit of soap bar underneath where he rubs.
1: One smile, and suddenly no polar bear will do. Next one. Mama, just soaked a bear (laughs) It was a dirty freaking bear So much dirt up in its hair Mama. Mama,
0: soap was just for fun
1: And now I'll have to wash that soap
2: This is so fun to watch Scott. Scott is is a brilliant man right now. Scott is like trying to pull other songs that he can And he's trying to like transpose into them which is incredible Uh,
1: Hey bears Get covered in soap Cause you're dirty And need to get cleaned off
2: And the minute You let us soap on your skin,
1: then you
2: begin to start smelling better, better,
1: better, better, better.
0: The start of Little Shop of Horrors, but that's in the what I thought key, oh. and I figured that's a good place to end it. Oh, my gosh. That's shop, hard. Yeah. Little Shop
2: prepares <laughs> to get their soap. What? the uh, uh, Guys, it was really fun, actually. I would
0: like to spend it. a day on Broadway going to different polar bear-themed shows <laughs> if it this was just good- that.
3: This is a good transition to a question that got asked very early on. This question is from Chloe. Hi, Zach and Jess. Long-time listener, lover of musical improv, Animal Crossing confidant. Thanks, Chloe. Uh, Et cetera. You two are great. Thanks for making so much delightful content. Oh, no, I read a compliment. My question is, what are your favorite musical theater songs to sing? Thanks.
2: (gasps) Oh, I did see this question, and I do love it. Okay, mine is an easy one, and I don't think Scott has learned it yet, even though we talk about it all the time. It's being alive from Company, and um, he still doesn't know it.
0: Oh yeah, I have not learned that very, very complicated, like difficult song uh, by Sondheim, and I would love to learn all the Sondheim songs one day. Are you
2: being sarcastic? Because I think it's actually not that difficult. Is it
0: not? I actually just have like completely like ignored the fact that any Sondheim song is easy. It is a to simpler. Learn.
3: It is a simpler. It's Sondheim a pretty simple song. song. A simpler Sondheim song.
2: A simpler Sondheim song. <laughs> simpler Sondheim song. I mean. Fair. Uh it's alright. it's pretty easy. I mean, I think it is easy. I have no idea. It probably is not actually. But it's not like a lyrically dense, insanely uh with a ton of ornamentation. It's pretty like uh, Yeah. Dun 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 somebody hold me too close. Somebody heard me too deep. I mean, he can. He knows how to bring it down and, and get to the core when he He's needs to. He's breaking it
3: down. Sometimes breaking it. Stephen's breaking it
0: down. Uh, I room. have a question for you. Why do you know Company so well? Have you watched it multiple times? I was in Company
2: when I was a sophomore that in That is
0: why it is living in a place it's for you. Favorite. That, yeah, and I uh, unfortunately have not been exposed to it nearly as much. So okay. that is also information I didn't know. I didn't know that you had been in yes, Company. Yes, and
2: for you Company heads out there, I was April... <laughs> Okay, that was yeah. April. And for those of you who don't know, um the company, uh, company is a non-lyrical musical, non-linear, okay. sorry, non-linear no musical. No lyrics, there's no, no lyrics. Words to <laughs> it. Non-linear musical about uh Bobby having a surprise 35th birthday, and everyone else in his life are married couples or about to be married couples. And it's about him finally opening himself up to be vulnerable and it's told through comedic vignettes and songs with him and each of the couples and three girlfriends and april is one of the girlfriends but really she's basically just a one-night stand or like a a hookup buddy she's a flight attendant and when she's like in town um but she basically has a really long monologue about a butterfly which was very fun and we in the version that we did we had um there's a song that sometimes cut that's just like a dance number and our, our Kathy was a good dancer so we put it in and it's while April and Bobby are having sex and I did have to be in my underwear on stage and
3: ululu uh,
2: ululu and my parents came out and saw it and it was very uh like hello i'm in college here i am in my underwear like, <laughs> of that
3: college theater moment of yeah. everyone is like in front of their parents but also doing like a sexy scene for yes. the first time we've all been now
2: there. ours was like a imaginative dance one where we were never actually we kissed a little bit and then we get like pulled apart in the dance but i had to still be like you feel so good oh you know like yeah hard, hard
3: to do in front of the hard, fam hard yeah. to do in front of the fam i did a um i was in a uh a a repertory production of The Producers. Um, And uh, for those of you that are familiar with the song Keep It Gay, there's just, like, this parade of men in this. And one of them is uh, a a waiter whose name is Sabu. uh, And I was basically just, like, had... Uh, a like slit skirt with my ass hanging out, and that was in front of six hundred people every night you for a whole You love hanging summer. your ass out. I, that is true. It's something I do all the time. If you know me well,
2: watch Bruce Brothers on Netflix. It's my It's my
3: it's my one comic sort of move that I have. I like to do it in an audition, just sort of like <laughs> let people know. I
2: I don't want to be naked in TV and film, but I do, ha- and it happens so rarely that I'm even like could go out for a part where it's required, right. but it's always. A very funny... Like I have it as like a hard line with our managers and, right. and so they know there are things That they just don't even submit before. But sometimes when it's like that middle area Where they're like okay um, This it's part requires Butts only, butts only. And, and like, I'm like butts oh only butts, is, only, is butts only is fine uh, That's
3: where my line is too
2: Yeah butts only and simulate sex for sure But can I have a bra on But then when I did Party Over Here We had this sketch that was just about Nicole Byer tricking me and Allison Rich Into being full naked at a spa But then she doesn't do it we all drop our towels at the same time And only Allison and I are naked And then she laughs at our little bodys and (laughs) (laughs) and for that to happen we had to be in very slim like uh, our color underwear and then just pasties over your nipples and you are like this is nothing
3: this is this is nothing the 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 things that film sets do (laughs) to like quote unquote cover up the actors that they're trying to show are nude are I have to say
2: also they do the sweet thing where they like limit the set so it's only the essential people are there And they're like running you out a towel between every single setup. And you're like, this is taking more time. And you get to a point after like two setups where you're just standing there because you're like, it "It doesn't matter. But you do get to a point where you're like, you are just seeing my breast shape so i don't know what i what th- am i hiding here with, I'm these stickers? Hiding with this sticker <laughs> i don't also, really care
0: like there's only so many times you can have someone rush in and cover you up before it's yeah. like the urgency i think starts it feeling really a little like, like what are we covering the third time and it's yeah. like
2: i don't care that these 10 people making this show with me see me naked really i just don't want it to be like permanently in the world so mm-hmm. i'm like i'll be naked on set if that's not what's being shot but it is very yes. funny
3: for dude, for dudes, they have this like I think the, the, the sock, the cock sock yeah. or whatever that is like a literal. It's like a sock, but it's skin colored and it like cinches around all your all your biz. Sometimes it's attached to like a <laughs> a like plastic waistband that is clear and goes all the way around to hold it up. Sometimes it's not and it just like cinches in the front. But I will say that the first three things that they gave me for Bruce Brothers all uh. We're just, like, first of all, they're all rented from, like, warehouses and stuff, so they're all, they've been worn by, like, a hundred people, and it's, like, it's a little gross. So, at a certain point, I was just like, you know what, just watch where the camera is. I'm just not going like, to wear anything. Just only shoot my butt, and we'll be fine. Yeah. And then we were.
2: That's, Ugh rented cock sock that's Don't the most say. disgusting
1: thing i've ever heard
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a bad it's a bad <laughs> sentence my musical is uh, beauty and the beast i sing songs from that all the time specifically um the beast song has this song called uh if i can't love her that is not in the animated musical but is in the stage musical that's like very pretty
2: that's a good one i love singing along to all co- company and when i first got the dear of an Evan- Dear Evan Hansen album, I, I think for two days straight, just sang Waving Through the Window over it's and over, great. even it's though a great it's one exactly sing. where I can't do it because it's like male octave high, oh. especially like if I. it's it's best if I sing it low. Because of how high he ultimately yeah, an, goes, an octave
3: up would be wild. Well, I best. can for
2: a lot of it, and okay. then all this <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but then it gets to a point where you're like, I can't. But if I, when I stay at his octave. The um, when you're falling in a forest, is so low. Nobody when it first starts mm-hmm. falling in a forest, and there's nobody around, does it ever really count or even make a sound? When you're falling in a forest, nobody around, does it ever really crash or even make a sound? Did I even make a sound? Did I even make a sound? It's like I never made a sound. Will I ever make a sound? Oh, the al- I love doing that yeah. in the car. It's <laughs>
3: such a good rise, it's a brute force key change, yeah, and it's great. <laughs>
2: Always looking in, will I? oh I love that there's also I didn't s- listen to much of um Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet but there's a song that got added when they moved to Broadway called Dust and Ashes that Josh Groban sings that uh it's really really good that dude can sing yeah Did he you know? can <laughs> sing and also I love singing to, along to uh I love musical theater songs that have movements and that song has that where like it they it's got like sex, s- they got sections. sections, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. like it's like six minutes, and it returns lyrically and thematically and with motifs, but like trans Oh, it's very, very satisfying.
0: Yeah, I, that's for me like the entire soundtrack of Ragtime. I'm like, uh, oh, just mm, just pour it Ooh. on me, like mm-hmm. honey, that's all day be. long.
1: Too
2: many, One coming to one, one coming from, from America. Uh, <laughs> <that song>. Yeah. <laughs> uh jack DeSena sings that song all of it, all the time oh, good
0: for
3: him shout out to shout out to jack DeSena. shout out to jack
2: DeSena. do you guys do you know jack DeSena sleepy babies you should look look up the sketch duo chris and jack uh
3: if you've watched avatar the last airbender he's also the voice of Sokka. he's also he's on all wow. that as
2: a as a child he's jack a voice is,
3: jack is rad
2: he's he's so rad and that sketch duo is um
3: they're very, very funny. Jeff's doing a couple of those sketches. I you know? a few
2: which are—they're um, always really fun. Like they make great stuff. You know, they're really just doing it themselves, and they get a lot of like—they uh, like win streamies and stuff. They both like direct really well. Their sketches, are, their web sketches, are made at a very high level with just you know.
3: Considering it's just the two of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. they get like VFX, and they—they um, they really lean into genre in a way that's fun. So check out—I'm just apropos of nothing—check out Chris and Jeff.
3: Um, I'm going to sort of rattle off a couple of these real quick, although I think we're getting to the point where we got to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. Let's um,
2: do a couple quick ones.
3: A couple quick ones. Uh, Mark asked, any chance that a previously recorded fan favorite song can be offered as an MP3? Yes. Subscribe to our upcoming things that we are having. That we will tell you more about later. In I guess February.
2: next episode we'll really say exactly because that'll mm-hmm. be our last. That'll be the last lounge. one. We'll have to. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll have no more time to be. Like, well, here's let's be clear. Uh, we're going to launch with a with a system that we think is exciting and great. But we also if we it's it's, it's uh, not the best. We, we'll change we'll it. Change it. Uh, but yes, we know that um, breakout MP3s is a big part of what y'all would like. And we're excited to try to make that happen.
3: Um, John asks, a recent fan fell in love with you guys immediately. You and Magic Tavern. Thank you so much for the reason that he got Stitcher Premium with the show leaving Earwolf. Does that mean your relationship and content on Stitcher Premium will end as well? (laughs) New stuff? Yes. Existing stuff? No. It should still be there. Having a weird issue with the Stitcher player right now. It should be back on there soon, but it is not currently Um, Sorry, working on that. Don't know what happened. (laughs) No one's been able to tell me so far.
2: Thank you for these questions. If you didn't hear your question answered this week, guess what? You might hear it next week.
3: (laughs) Maybe next week. (laughs) We don't know what we're doing next week. We'll probably answer some more questions. We'll do some more songs. Lounge January will continue. We will give the 100% full breakdown of what the... Of what everything is And we'll probably release that In like a smaller bonus Like seven minute thing too Just to break it down
2: And one day And one day Yes one day Scott will learn Being alive Not
0: far off Was that it? Yeah. No,
2: but I mean, like, it had a, It had a, uh, it was a resonant cousin. Yeah,
0: I echoed what you did. Can
2: well, we, thank you so, wait, you want to do something, Zach? Can
3: we do something as we say goodbye? Yeah. But I'm just letting everyone, I just tell everyone right now, I'm going to heavily auto-tune whatever we do next. Oh, fun. This one's called Fun with Filters. This is our auto-tune going away song for this episode Great. that we're giving to you.
2: shout out to the king of pianists.
1: And then we end with a clever rhyme.
2: But first we have to say, oh no, I can't believe
1: Are you if it takes us to our dying day and now as
2: we say and now as we say and now as we say at, at the, the end, end of, of
1: every- gonna be a polar bear's best and last hope Hope. bye
2: bye -bye.